This is Comedy on Edge, the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. For more information and back episodes, visit ComedyOnEdge.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Dave, hit the music. Welcome everybody to Comedy on Edge, coming to you live from the library. When I say live, we're here, but there's no audience. This is our new recording studio, and we've got some different personnel in tonight. On the sound desk, is making his de- debut on the sound desk, Ryan Crawford. Yeah, I guess you could call it a debut. You could. Yeah. So look, as we say to all our sound technicians, seriously, don't stuff it up. Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah. welcome, Ryan. Yeah, and we got, we got. he's in the guest chair, but he's sort of looking at the sound. A guy that has stuffed up our sound audio in the past, Caesar Kaiser, how are you? Fuck you. I'm pretty good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Good, th- uh, good to see you got the memo about the language warning. Oh, yeah, yeah. I read that and I was like, fuck this. That's good to see. So we'll just cut all that out, guys. That'll be good. But now, big news before. We've also got an overseas guest who we'll get to in a moment. But we've got some big news, guys. We're doing a live show, Sydney Fringe Festival. And Dave, the producer's not here because when I told him the size of the venue, he literally passed out. Um, we've got a pretty big venue at the Factory Theatre and... Yeah, we need some idea. We need you guys to come along and fill it. All four hundred of you. So, guys, seizure, Ryan, Factory Theatre. What do you want to see on the podcast? Naked women. Naked women. Okay. Which no one will see on the podcast, but we can fake it. Then we'll have them backstage in the green room. Oh, you sweet, know? Sweet. And and just you know, for Josh, we'll have naked men as well. Because you know, don't we don't discriminate on the Edge podcast. <laughs> so that'll be good. Excellent. And Ryan, what do you want on the podcast? Um, well, four hundred in the audience would be fantastic. You know, I think this actually calls for a, like a mega brainstorming session, so that we make sure it's an awesome. Well, show. That, that's why we're kind of here before we get to our guest. I mean, for me, I want the theme song is "Trike" by UMI. If anyone's out there. I would love you and I to play live at the podcast. That's that's what I, I'm going to ask them. Um, if anyone out there knows the band, knows anyone, get it to it. The other thing I want is I want a reunion of the cast of A Country Practice. That's half, half of them are dead. Hey, we can give Josh a shovel and point him to the cemetery. We'll get them there. We'll get them there. Zombie country practice. Zombie fantastic. country. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. We'll, well the we'll zombie create... thing is kicking off a lot, you know. So yeah, yeah I don't get it. Of... Why? Like Shaun of the Dead was funny, but after that, what? Why? Why are zombies funny? Uh, I don't know. Like I know, like that. Apparently, that Warm Bodies movie that just came out is supposed to be like really good, but I haven't checked it out yet. But the zombie craze, it's. It's lazy. We're not coming up with new monsters or anything. W- warm Bodies is that new genre, a zom rom-com, if that's, that's what they're describing a it zom as. zom rom-com. Yeah, yeah. It all came from Shaun of the Dead, let's face it. Yes, yes, yeah. indeed. It so if, it, if it bombs in the road, they're going to go, bomb zom rom-com. <laughs> I'm sure we could add more. <laughs> well, yeah, no, we could, we could do that. Well, Dot ladies com. and gentlemen, yeah. we got, we've got a very special guest. We're very lucky to have him, ladies and gentlemen. He's, he's not quite a zombie, but he's close. He is one of the world's, he's a very, he's all the way over from the UK, a great comic. He was at Comedy on the Edge on Tuesday night and destroyed the place, backstage and on stage. Sol Bernstein, how are you, buddy? I'm fine. I'm fine and I'm delighted to be here. And I, I'd like everybody to know when, I, when, when they say I destroyed the building, I did. I came here with a couple of guys, Irish guys, who <laughs> like to dig up roads and smash walls down. And we, we wrecked the place. They won't be open for another six months, I don't think. Oh, definitely. The damage here, there's wall, holes in the walls, but it was worth it. What a show, mate. Absolutely. Oh, well, thank you. You, you, I, you, uh, you, you can tell me how good the show was. I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I just do it. It was brilliant. It was really, so well, what brings you? Welcome. You're, you're based in the UK? 
I, I've been in London, uh, England, for uh, about 30 years now. 30 years? And where, where are you from originally before then? I was born in Russia. Ah. I was born in Russia, worked my way across uh, Europe. We left, um, you probably know all the stories about the Cossacks and all the, you know, the attacks, the pogroms. And we left. It was, like, was kind of like Fiddler on the Roof. But without the soundtrack, <laughs> there was no music. We were on the horse and car, a lot of screaming, a lot of screaming, shouting and crying. Worked the way across Europe. I was, my family were, in the, were entertainers. Um, we ended up in Germany. Then uh, we, we ended up in the States, which is where I, I, learned, I learned about comedy and uh, the, well, entertainment, to be honest. When you say the States, there's 50 of them. New York, perchance? I was at, well, mainly New York. Mainly yeah. New York, fine. Um, and what, how'd you go, how did you move to London? What, what? Brought the, did you do comedy? In, did you start comedy in New York? I started comedy in New York, yeah. Um, and uh, you, now you see that was a double question there. You say, how did you come to England? Where did you go? Where did you start comedy? I started comedy in, well, I, no, I started comedy in Germany, actually. I was working in, oh. uh, I did it, uh, you won't believe this, uh, Adolf Hitler. Oh, was, really? Was a, wanted to be a performer. He was a wonderful painter. I don't know if you know that, watercolor, oil, whatever you want. And uh, we worked in a, a room, a room like the, your club, like a, yeah. like a beer keller in the Wilhelmstrasse in Berlin. And you can look it up, Google it. It's, it's, I think the place is still there. And we worked together. And uh, no, no, the, he, was a, he was a weird guy. Really? Oh, what a freak. Oh, my mother loved him. <laughs> they swear to God, Friday night, you know, the, it's a big night for Jewish people. Yeah, yeah. It's he used to invite him over on Friday night for Sabbath dinner. And my mother said to him, he was a quiet, he was shy, he wanted to be a performer. He was shy, uncomfortable around people. And my mother said that it was her fault. She sent him. They said, uh, she said, why don't you go on a, 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 night, a night class to learn public speaking? Swear to God. <laughs> he did six months later, the cat's doing stadiums. He's a quick learner. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, hipper than Lenny Bruce at one point. I swear to God he was. He's well-dressed too, that's for sure. Oh, smart, smart, a little tash. Yeah. Always, always with a tie. It's a pity. That, 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 the tash, that tash is never coming back, is it? He's killed that off for good. Absolutely. And I'll tell you something. He, I used to have a catchphrase. You know, all the old comedians had a catchphrase. Why don't you put on a tie? And that came from him. Oh. I, I worked with, with a cravat, open neck those years. I was kind of wanted to be young and funky in those years. And Adolf used to say, put a, why don't you put on a tie? I know. And very, I stole it. You're very well dressed. Like we're recording today at midday on a Friday. You're in the full suit here. You've got the tie on. You're You'll wearing... never... Uh, listen, I was in Florida with my sister, Rose. I was on the beach with a pair of shorts and a tie. Even, I, even in a shower. I wear it in a shower. I'm naked, except for a tie. A tie. I, I, but I leave it long, hanging, so it hides the schmackle. <laughs> you don't know who's going to walk in, Caesar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're always well-dressed. Well, that's good. Like, it's probably Caesar over here. You, you've got some... The tie. You, he's, he's, he's dressed very casually He there. looks cool. I, he looks cool? Very, yeah, he's a young man. Finally, someone said I'm cool. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's the no, first time <laughs> what do I know about cool? But to me, you're cool, okay? Well, you cool could be someone. lukewarm. Yeah. I don't know what you are. We're, we're talking about a guy who thinks cravat's funky, so... <laughs> hey, it works for Matt Preston. Do you know Matt Preston? No. He's no. Um, on MasterChef. He's a judge on... He's one of our big... He literally is a big guy, but yeah, he always wears a cravat. He's known for that. He's a food critic, and yeah. Oh, okay. I don't. I to be honest with you, even in England, I don't watch those, those kind of programs. I don't like those reality bullshit programs. Yeah, yeah. I hate them, to be honest with you. You know, I'm just. I'm looking around. I, I went. I while I was here, I was a five week trip. I caught the last night of um, the David Mamet play, Glenn Gary, Glenn, Glenn Ross, mm-hmm. in uh, Darlington Theatre. Fantastic. Fantastic. Absolutely. Those guys should be on television, not this bullshit cooking and apprentices and all that. It's nonsense. You young, you guys, you comedians, you should be on, the, uh, you should be on television doing sketch shows, acting. C- comedians can act. 
Mm. I don't know if mm. you, America's the only country in the world that, that, like, Jerry Lewis suddenly was making movies. You know, the guy can act. Yeah. Robin Williams. Oh, you know, there's a lot of comedians. I don't know, Dennis... Um, Leary. Dennis Leary. Yeah. Um, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. You could, I was going to say Seinfeld. Seinfeld's not, not, not an actor. Uh, Larry, Larry Sanders. Uh, Gary Shandling. Yeah. Gary Shandling. Uh, those guys, they, they put them in well, movies. They could do the business. Isn't there something happening in the UK a bit? At the moment, with um, well, uh, what's the UK name? is a lot Jack of Jack D's shows. done some acting. Yep. Uh, Lee Evans mm-hmm. has done some acting. Eddie Izzard, yep, has done some acting. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, who's it, who's Michael it? Smiley, do you know? Do you know Smiley? No, we don't know. He's an Irish guy. He's living a great comedian, and suddenly he's really now he's really taken off as an actor. Mm. Doing Steve some Coogan really as well. good stuff. Coogan, yep, Coogan, yeah, Coogan. Oh, what talent! Oh, well, Simon Pegg, yes. Peggy, Peggy, I love you. Uh, Dylan Moore with Blackbooks. That's right. You, 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 okay, and now you have Bill Bailey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I look at all the Aussie comedians that are interacting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a moment of silence there. I don't know anybody like, doing like, any like, There's, a lot, of, there's oh, a lot of panel shows over in the UK as well. On that TV? Count. No, 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 but it's, it's an opportunity no, to yeah. get on TV. That's, that's right. And, you, and, and what, you, what you're getting in England now. Uh, is when people go to the, the clubs are a lot quieter than they used to oh, be. Oh, really? Yeah, no, absolutely. The weekend ones are okay, fine. The midweek, there's a lot of gigs are not even running now. Midweek, God bless you, you had the Tuesday night. Mm. There was a Monday night in Surrey Hills. In England, you know, you're getting like three, four people going into those gigs. Because wow. they're figuring now, if you're not on Muck the Week, mm. or have I got news for you or something like that, you're a nobody. And, and then you've got the Michael McIntyre... Um, Roadshow. Um, the road show, you got live at the Apollo. And unless you're on there, mm. people you know, people think you're a loser. And there's so much talent and there's so much politics involved in getting on the show. Mm. You gotta audition to do the show. I I got I I'm I'm gonna say it. I, a couple of years ago I was doing a charity show in Leicester Square in London. Somebody said to me, I just bumped into Craig Campbell. Craig is brilliant. Canadian guy. I'm yeah, sure he's been was over he here. with the three lumberjacks with Glenn Wool? With Glenn Wool and, and yeah. Stuart, Stuart, Francis. Stuart, Stuart Francis. That's so. right. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, just, he's, do, he's doing an audition at the comedy store for Live at the Apollo, for the, the McIntyre Roadshow. And when the guy's a headline act, why would, he, why would they ask him and mm. insult him like that? But they find an audience, and they want to see how the audience react yeah, yeah. To, to 20 guys and girls going on. It's un- unbelievable. Did you ever audition, or did you, Last Comic Standing, was that in the UK auditions? No, uh, I, I think it was. I think it was because Matt Kirshen did it from the UK. Yeah, yeah, he Gina got to the did it. Yeah, Gina did uh, too. Jim Taveray did it. They've all they've all done well in the states. Mm, yeah, yeah, Taveray G- lives in LA. Yeah, I think Gina's based in LA too. That's right. I, I saw her over here. I had lunch with her. Oh, here. nice, nice. Uh, what what brings nice. you out? Like you're based in London. You you work pretty almost all of the year over there. I do. What pre- I do. what? When was your first trip to Australia? I came over here. Let me see. About six. Six years ago. And what brought Six you Six years ago in September. I tell you what brought me over here. Uh, a, a family, a member was getting married. Ah. And I came over. I came over for the wedding. Sounds crazy. I thought, no, no, okay. No. I, I never went to Australia. And I got a one. There's a wonderful comedian called Bruce Griffiths. We would love, Bruce, I know you listen to this. We want you on the podcast. Come I on, love, buddy. Love him to pieces. Wonderful comedian. Fabulous mm. writer. Brilliant oh, writer. And I phoned him up. I said, listen, I'm going to be in Australia I take you out for lunch. I, he said, "Where are you going to be?" I said, "I'm going to be in in Cairns." He said, "It's a million miles away." I said, "Well, how the hell do I know? I can, I can get a bus or a tube or something. I don't know. I got to fly." So anyway, the long and short, he said, "You want to do some gigs here?" And I said, "Well, 
Nobody knows me. I said, well, maybe they do from years ago. I don't know, from America. I don't know. Anyway, I had some stuff on, on YouTube, or as I like to call it, Jewtube. <laughs> and um, at that time, uh, Mick Roach was running the comedy store. Oh, yeah. Before Century took over. Yep. And they gave me, they gave me a week. Oh, nice. A week's work. And I, I've been, then Century took over a couple of years later. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is my fourth trip. Oh, nice. And the, I love, oh, boy. I love the, I love the climate. I, I, can see, I can see my family. Um, I made friends here. Some of the can be, there's so much talent here. And I'll tell you what, the talent has got, just got over the, over the six years better and better. Mm. Absolutely. I, when I came over, I said, I remember saying to Bruce, ah, there's a couple of good guys here. Now, oh boy. I, I, I mean, can I, can I rattle them off? Can I say? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, I mean my, my favorites, I got a terrible memory. Because I got a problem here with a broadband in my hotel. I, I don't know if you know. In the, broadband, so you can't. I, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get porn. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. It won't allow, down, download it. I got to use my memory now. This, this um. I got and no, and it's my memory's not so good. You're laughing. It's not. Uh, that's why it takes me four or five days. I, I see a chick in the audience. I think, yeah, that's the one tonight. I go home. I by the time I get in the taxi, I forgot what she looks like. <laughs> now I'm suddenly I'm thinking, thinking of the guy sitting next to her. And then God forbid the other night, Caesar. Seizure came up into my, <laughs> in my mind. I thought, oh, boy, and I was about to. And I thought, no, I, 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 I did. That's why I'm cool. I, I did. That's why you're cool. That's why I think you're cool. Saul, so, I don't know if you know where you, I, I probably shouldn't mention where you're staying because we don't want the millions and millions of people to run. Um, There'll be a lot of women. That's, the problem. that's what, that's what I, I, I'm, I'm cautious about. Well, you, I never like to stay. I'm saying I never like to say I'm at the Huendon. In room five. <laughs> I don't like it because a lot of chicks dig me. You know what I'm saying? They, they think, let's try it with the old guy. Well, that's, I mean, well, you're on near Oxford Street, which that's there's, right. a, there's a lot of places you can buy porn there. There's a, the to, you've been to the tool shed? Well, I'm the other end. Oh, you're the I'm other the, end? Yeah, I'm, I'm Woolara. Oh, well, oh, the, oh, the ritzy end. You, but you wouldn't yeah. sort of shuffle down to Oxford Street. This is where Mark I, shows off his porn knowledge to the rest of the audiences. It's <laughs> pretty common that, knowledge, that, seizure that Oxford Street's full of porn places. Well, yeah. funnily enough, you see, <laughs> you mentioned the, the tool shed. And last year I was here and I did a show with Danny Boy. And oh, he yep. did a bit of material about needing some uh, screwdriver or something and going to the tool shed. And everybody was laughing, and I didn't know what it was. <laughs> so I thought, well, where else would you go? That's a fair point. For a screwdriver. Okay, and hey. that's, uh, that, was, uh, that was the pun. I threw that one in. But I was talking about people I, 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 I loved. Yeah. Bruce Griffiths I loved. Oh, yeah. Great. Bruce Griffiths I loved. Bruce, a friend from way back. Sees you, funny guy. Really? Love him. Yeah. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Peter, Peter Meisel. I love Peter uh, Meisel. But uh, Peter, Peter great. nearly as old as me. So I, there's, well, there's I, a bond. I, 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 I've, having worked with Peter Meisel for years, and when I first saw you out, because I, I knew of you, but it was the first time I saw you on Tuesday, I just thought to myself, okay. finally it's good to see a funny Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't seen one before. With I, oh, a, no, Meisel's funny. Listen, I've got to name names. Mel Bottle. Mel yeah. Bottle, yeah, fantastic. Mel, very funny. I love uh, Reese, the young gay guy. Yeah, Reese Nicholson. Reese Nicholson, fabulous. Matt Oaken. Matt, oh, Matt oh, oh, blew me away. Matt's been on the podcast before, guys. Has if you he? want to check out Matt, Wonderful. go look at our back episode. Uh, who's the other? One? I love um, Dave Jory. I love Dave, Dave oh, Jory. We're fans of Dave. He's also been on the podcast. I check love that episode um, out. Who's the? I saw Chris Wayne Waynehouse. Oh, Waynehouse is brilliant. Greg Greg Sullivan. Yeah, Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah from Queensland. Worked with last week. Boy, uh, and there was somebody else, uh, um, um, Chinese guy. Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang. Oh, oh yeah. boy. Ronnie's brilliant. Ronnie. No, I'm, I'm talking world class here. Mm-hmm. I'm well, not talking a guy who can just play a club. 
I think Ronnie and Matt are going to Edinburgh in August. And Reese so as well. Mel. Oh, Reese yeah. as well. And, and Mel. Yeah. That's Sweet. Right. So if they are UK fans over there, check those guys out. Absolutely. Um, big, we, yeah, they get the Comedy on Edge yeah. and the Sol Bernstein endorsement. Well, that, well I, if that means anything, uh, and I, I, told, I told George at, mm. uh, at Century, take my, take my number if I can be of any help in London. Oh, that's call me. I, I obviously those guys are going to be in Edinburgh, so yeah, I, yeah. but I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> and when they get to London, you'll be in Edinburgh, so well, it works out no, well. No, I'm not going this year. First no, phone call. Uh, I, so where do we get the Coke? Yeah, <laughs> Coca Cola. That is Coca Cola. See, we're, we're not, not sponsored by Coca Cola. I don't so. want to be sued by comics for alleging. It's actually this week. I don't know you. I know Caesar wouldn't know this because he doesn't read the newspaper. Bullshit. Okay, no, oh, you're right. I don't read yeah, newspapers. I know. I actually, go online. Look, you're on the defensive already. Yeah. AFL footballers, they drug test them. There's been a 400% increase in cocaine use. For, I'll be honest, I'm not a, I'm not a sports fan. Oh, you know, but oh, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know. I no, but it's saying that in the last year that 400%, like, that's a massive increase in cocaine hey, usage. Like among. Slightly dropped in price. Well, oh, is that what yeah. it is? See, I was thinking oh. maybe footballers are being paid too much that they could afford that. Well, Could they be. are paid a lot yeah. of money. Mm. Here, too? Mm. Yeah. Not soccer. Yeah. I think our players get between half a million to a million a year. You got there. Oh, is that all? Yeah, they're nothing. <laughs> that's chicken feed. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. How can in they England, afford cocaine? In England, they spent, the, the players spend that on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that's pin money. Whereabouts in England are you based? I'm living in North London, Muswell Hill. Muswell Hill? And you, what's, your, what's your home comedy club? What's the one where you, is your home base? Uh, the nearest one to me would be, I, I don't get, downstairs at the King's Head, oh, Crouch okay. End, one of the oldest clubs doing what they call an England alternative comedy, as opposed oh. to mainstream. And I think Peter started that with Hugh Thomas in, uh, in, the, in the, the 1980s, I think. Wow. But don't forget, when I first went to England, I was, I've been in England now just over 30 years. For the first 25 years, I just played, I didn't play the clubs and pubs and bars. I played old age homes. I was semi, <laughs> no, I was semi-retired, and I played the old age homes. And you're laughing, you see, they're wonderful. You get a new audience every year. Well, it, <laughs> if, if you get the Alzheimer's patient, you got a new audience. I was for a laugh on that, see, so you didn't get that one. Okay, no, no, you get just... a new audience, they die. Sometimes they die, sometimes I die. That's the joke. Well, so okay. if, you, if you get the gigs with the Alzheimer's one, you got a new audience every minute. I tell the same joke. Hmm. I, one night I told the same joke for an hour. <laughs> there was puddles. They were, they were wet. I swear to God. They but were they wet from laughter or were they just wet? No, they were just wet. Not from laughter. Well, that's funny. Like Peter Mizell, I did a gig with him at the Laugh Garage Great Room once and I was MC. He was headliner and Peter gets up and he's, he's doing really well. He's doing really well. And then he did a joke. Um, he's falling rocks bit, which I won't spoil it, ladies. I'd say you, I'd say go to YouTube, but Mizell doesn't know how to put stuff up there. Okay. But he had this great joke. He did it, got a big laugh. Then he did it again, he, again, big, big laugh. And I come off to him off stage and go, mate, that was brilliant. You did that joke two times in a row. And he goes, Mark, I tell you, I forgot I did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done, I've, set up, I've done the setup twice. Yeah, yeah. I've told the joke. And then a little bit later on, and I stood there one night. I went, did I already say that? And they went, yes, you did. I went, okay, forgive me. You, have you, do you give, like, how many gigs a week would you do in London? In London, uh, well, I travel too. I travel oh. to. But I, sometimes in London, I would do... I mean, the difference there... But maybe you can do it here. But I, I, there was one night... I, I remember it clearly, because a lot of the boys dub, do doubles yeah. and trebles. And last year, in August, I did a weekend. I, I opened a gig. I went on first in, in, in Leicester Square. I went on in the middle, over the road in Leicester Square. Then I ran around the... I didn't, I didn't run. I, <laughs> I crawled. I, I took me two hours... I, I closed at a club in Covent Garden. 
Oh wow, three in the night. Did, how did you? You didn't get any confused. You didn't, you know, find yourself at gig number two going, "Have I done that already?" No, you, gig number three. Gig number three was that's where it, that's where it happens, yeah. and that's where that one happened. What well, I, I I did the setup. I went on. I said, "Blah blah blah blah." blah. I said, "I've just been voted Jewish comedian of the year." And I went, oh, fantastic! By Hamas. And I said, oh, go around, got some applause. And I said, um, hey, I said, I got some wonderful news. I've just been voted Jewish comedian. <laughs> and I swear to God, I was, I was honestly not aware. Oh, I, I, I mean, no bullshit. I, it was absolutely, I didn't realize. I, I, when, I, when, that, when I said it, I, I saw their faces. What? <laughs> Do you get back to uh, New York much or the, or the U.S.? Hardly ever. Hardly ever? Hardly ever. I've still got, I got, I got family over there. Um, I last went over about uh, about four years ago. Have you gigged over there? I didn't. I didn't even gig. Oh. I went over for, for eight days to visit family. Uh, I didn't go to any clubs. I didn't look up any of the old people. I was going to go and have lunch at the Friars Club with all uh, the old guys yeah. go. You know, because because I, I know you do the roasts here, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've done right. The roast. Well, there you got I mean, those old guys like Freddie Roman still alive. Oh. Um, I, Buddy. Buddy Hackett, I th- maybe Buddy I think died. Buddy's passed. Year. I think he's Buddy passed. passed yeah. year, I think. Okay, um, but the, you, all the young guys, yeah. you know, they've taken over the mantle. It's yeah, wonderful. the ro- the roasting culture is one that's really taken off. Yeah, in America, they've done. Ta- How would you feel like, about being roasted? Like if you were. Like- I, well, listen, yeah. If you're in the comedy business, you've got to have a sense of humor. At my age, you've certainly got to se- have a sense of humor. If, for the listeners out there, how old are you, Sol? I'm uh, well. I'm in my late eighties. Let's late just say. 80s. Look, I tell you, you don't look a day over seventy-nine. Well, bless you. That's uh, kind of you to say that seventy-nine. <laughs> okay. No, listen. <laughs> I, that buys me a little bit of time. Okay. It's, a, it's a bit of time. It's a okay. bit of time. You know, it's been naked. A, naked. Naked. I look young. <laughs> well, I tell you, with a any clo- chicks listening to Hewenden? Okay, you, <laughs> you got that. <laughs> Room well, five, guys. <laughs> Room five. What's in your eighty odd years? How, uh, this is a question we put to Mizell and. Do you think the world's a better place now or when you were in your, in your teen years? Well, that's, well, yes and no. It's, it's better because you got all the technology. You can find porn. You know. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You know, you didn't, what did, what did you do when I, when I was a kid in, well, in Russia? When I was a kid in the villages, there was no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't even think my parents had sex. Six <laughs> kids, they never had sex. I don't know what happened. My, my mother said she was a virgin. Just the day before she died, she, Six she got kids. laid. They must have been busy on Sunday then. They were, they were busy. They were busy. It's almost a ridiculous mm. question with the greatest respect. No, no, Because no, there's no. so many things now. You got, you, places are open Sundays 24 hours a day. There was a time where Sunday you couldn't do any. You, know, you, you woke up and that was it. That's what you did. Well, yeah, yeah, you didn't have any food, food in, in, your, in your cupboard, your fridge, whatever. So you obviously you haven't heard of university students because that's exactly their life every day. Is that what <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, well, I wouldn't know. How would I know? I'm not a, I'm not a student. I, uh, I would like to go with a couple of students. I saw <laughs> a couple of students. Not too young. I mean, I'm not Rolf Harris or Jimmy Savile. Oh, <laughs> you had, oh, but I'm not a priest either. I, um, you notice you never hear about rabbis touching young kids. You never, you never hear that. You know, I'm delighted to say I'm proud of that. that. Is, yeah, that is I'm tr- proud of that. They're allowed oh, to get married. Actually, right? no. Um, you heard about something? There was no. Casey Melbourne. Jackie Mason? There was a case no. in Melbourne, <laughs> um, one of the big um, Jewish private schools. Oh, really? I don't, actually, no, I don't think it was a rabbi. I think it was just a teacher. Um, oh, but teachers are always in the news. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. teachers. That's yeah, different. no, you're probably right with the rabbis, yeah. Unless, you know, well, there, there you go. Tweet us if you know of any rabbi sex scandals. Tweet us at Comedy on Edge. We'll oh, okay, this salt. might be going down the wrong territory, but they do all that circumcisions and they're like, I've seen enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
like I said, wrong, wrong, wrong territory, you say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you take on the wrong territory, yeah. then you get it, get it yeah. a bit more visual. That's yeah. I mean, what's it? Well, actually, actually, guys, what's it? Because there's a big, there's a big thing in the world going on. Um, a, a, a big debate. This is a serious, yeah, a, a yeah, serious debate about circumcision. I don't mm-hmm. know if you, mm-hmm. if you know that. I mean, what, what, what are your views? What, what do you think? Well, Australia, I, I know when I'm born that there was it was medically recommended, but I think now it's been banned. Like I think I Has think no in New South Wales, I'm. It's not banned. It's no, just... no, I don't think you can. I know because I know of a friend, and I won't name them, who took their child to Queensland to have it done. So I don't, I don't think you can get it done in New South Wales at the moment. That's, okay, that's it. Now you see, like, so you're saying one time, see, doctors always said it was healthier. Yeah, that's to what, apparently I was, it tastes better too. <laughs> I, I, would, that I, I mean, I'm just, I'm guessing. Ask Reese. I don't know. I uh, <laughs> Nicholson, that is. I uh, no, because the thing is, I mean, I, listen, I was, I, you know, nearly 90 years ago, I was circumcised. You know, did it, did it mess me up? Did it, I don't know. Did, I don't listen. I'm, I think I'm pretty normal. All my kids have been circumcised, mm. including my daughter. <laughs> Why now? She had the schmushki that ripped the. Oh. I don't know what they did, but no. uh, she's uh, she's uh, she's come to terms with it. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. Good to hear. Now you go, being Jewish. How did you feel when Seinfeld came out the show? Because like for me, I grew up in Tasmania, which is a small. Um, Tasmania is very insular. We did. I never had exposure to Jewish people. There's no. There's very few Jewish people. I had one Jew arrived. They kicked him out within an hour. Okay, they ran him out of town. That's yeah. what I heard. Peter Mazel played the entertainment center down there. That's, like, no, fine. No, no, that's enough. Yeah, Meisley did his opening line. Hey, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Okay, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, so Seinfeld yeah. we got. And then when I moved to Sydney, I had like one of my best mates was Jewish and I got exposed to the culture. Like I went to, is it okay. Shabbat on Friday? Shab- the dinner? Yeah, the, the Sorry, Sabbath on Friday Sabbath, night. Yeah, we'd, I went Friday to a couple Saturday. of dinners and really got involved in it. How did you find like... Seeing sort of Seinfeld bringing your culture, it's pretty much like Jewish culture has always been big, but it's yeah. sort of Seinfeld kind of brought it to the mainstream. Well, I, yeah, okay. I think Woody Allen did though. No, uh, do you know what? Yeah. Mel Brooks wouldn't it? Well, uh, Mel Brooks, Woody Allen, they certainly brought Seinfeld. Seinfeld kind of did it worldwide because yeah, the show yeah, was so yeah, successful. It was massive. There was Friends, which had a real Jewish flavor to it. Oh really? Oh yeah, mm. yeah. They they were supposed to be. They, they were all supposed to be Jewish in there, uh, especially um, Rachel. Rachel, uh, not Rachel. David, uh, David Schwimmer. The David Schwimmer and Courtney Cox, the oh, yeah, yeah. brother and sister. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they were, they were Jewish. And they, but they never made a big deal of it. The, the, Larry, the Larry Sanders show. Whenever they did flashbacks in Friends, they would, though. They'd go back to the family home and they'd be, you know, at some event, some, some That's Jewish right. event. Yeah. That's right. And what it did, and, and in fact did me a big favor, because to be honest with you, when I was over, when I came to England, see, in America, Jewish comedy's always kind of ruled America. That's, you know, stand-up yeah. comedy was almost invented over there. Whatever people say about court jesters all over the world. But it was, it was America. But when I came to England, I, in the early days, and really, I suppose, the beginning of alternative comedy, I played a couple of times, and, and I genuinely, and I, I'm not stealing this from, from, uh, from Jackie Mason, although he's, he, he certainly said it, and people said, he's too Jewish. And I genuinely thought that Soul was too Jewish. And the basis of, of, of with people like um, uh, Seinfeld open the gates, open the gates. So I'm play, I do student, I do student gigs mm-hmm. in the UK, oh. and the kids buy. You know, it's okay. I mean, I, they, 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 okay, there's a lot of young comics out there with it, what we call them with the, with the tight jeans and the floppy hair, hipsters. You know, no, 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 they're, they're mugs, they're mugs, they're not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not hipsters, they're not funny, they haven't got a fucking clue, but to give them a, a joke, if it hit them in the face, they wouldn't know, recognize it, uh, that's why I'm so impressed over here, I'll be honest with you, in six years ago, I wasn't impressed, and then every time I've come off, boy, just everybody, 
He's just getting so good. And in England, the young kids, they want to get on television. So they, you know, they want to be presenters. They want to be film stars. They want to be Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know what the <laughs> hell. And, you know, I always say, they say, any advice? I went, yeah, get some jokes. Jack, yeah. two, two bits of advice I always give to comedians. First of all, get some jokes. Mm-hmm. But that sounds, that sounds like I'm offending. And if it means, yeah, if it, if it brings attention to it. The other thing is, don't do character comedy. Just be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. No, if you're, if you're funny, you'll come through. That's, that, was, that, was always, that was my greatest piece of advice to any budding co- comedian. It's a saying that they used to say about pro wrestlers, and I think it's the same with comics. The, be- oh, the best pro wrestlers are themselves with the volume turned up. And I think kind okay. of, it's kind of similar with comics. Like the comics that you see on stage, it's kind of like Dave Jury, to bring him back, he's, yep. Dave Jury on stage is Dave Jury off stage. Like, yeah, he's quick, witted, well-spoken. Sure. And yeah, there's an funny. extension. Yeah. Like, there's, maybe you're not exactly like you are. Yeah, no, no, But no, there's, no. You, you know, you're, you're a couple of yards away yeah. from it, which is, which is fine. Like, Seizure on stage paints his face black and white, but in real life, yeah. it's red and black usually. That, so he, that, he I thought it was it yellow up. and green. Man, you have to bring the race thing in? What the fuck? I thought it was yellow and green, actually. <laughs> yellow and green? <laughs> That's <laughs> only on a certain day. Sol, I think you yeah, might... Sabbath. I think you might have to get your cataracts changed, buddy. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I, my, my sight's not that good. My memory's not that good either, you know, as, you, as you know, Charles. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next for the rest of the year? Like, obviously not dying is one of the big plans. But well, hopefully, I, I absolutely. Hopefully I can stay alive a little bit longer. I've got, uh, I've got uh, next month, I'm going back to, I'm flying back to London on the 26th of May. So I've got another two weekends at the Comedy Store. Oh, sweet. Uh, which is wonderful. I'm flying back. Uh, I got a few days off. I'm doing a, a festival in a, uh, on the first Friday. It must be the 31st of May in uh, Cheltenham with a horse racing, with a, with a racetrack. There's, oh, yeah. there's a festival. I'm, I'm closing the show on the Friday night. The weekend, I'm in a, a, a beach resort called Bournemouth, which is wonderful. I got a, I'm going back to Tenerife in Spain oh, for nice. a couple of gigs in June. Um, July, I'm taking a bit of a holiday. No, it's going anywhere. Or peak, or just I'm going where all all good Jewish people go. I'm going to Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, no, I'm serious. First two weeks in oh. in July, I'm going. I need a break. I need you a been break. Been Egypt been I've been. I went to the same hotel about three years ago. Oh, nice. In you a get... place called Taba Heights. Taba Heights. Is it? Is it? Are you going to check out the pyramids, the Sphinx? No, no. Why? Listen, why bother? We built them. Years ago, <laughs> they're still standing. The insurance policy is still valid. Fuck them. You know, I don't need to, to waste my time. I sit by the pool. I may do a bit of snorkeling. And with my nose, I actually do it without the snorkeling. <laughs> I just breathe in deeply. Oh, beautiful. So you'll be checking out. So all the ladies, if you want to go to Egypt, hang oh, out of the pool. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'll be sitting there in my wheelchair. It's funny, you see, if you sit there with a wheelchair, you get a bit of sympathy. Can I do anything for you? Yeah, would you like to blow me? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, that's you. Re- I sure you and Mizell aren't brothers. It's no, re- thank God, no. I thank God I'm not related to him. Uh, I always used to say um, Mizell's one in a million, but now that's that's probably true because that'll mean this. You know what? Hundred more. Be careful when you're talking about that many billions. I don't like that word millions. I, I he could actually. My self could turn me into an anti-Semite. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> have you suffered? Like, obviously, has it been? Has it affected your life? Obviously, you know, there's been some horrific events in the in the world's history and anti-Semitism. But right. is it so much now? Is it going away, or is it sort of still? 
prevalent? Well, um, it'll never go away. No. Uh, the, racism will never go away. Anti-Semitism will never go away. There'll always be people who hate black people, Asians, Chinese, Indians, whatever, Jews. Um, in England, a lot of the English hate the French. <laughs> okay, you know, just it's the way it is. Uh, I grew up in, in, in Russia. There were the pogroms, the Cossacks. That was bad. I was in Germany in the 1930s. I was in the States. Uh, there was the, the Ku Klux Klan. Mm. Uh, I give an example. I was I did a show Monday night in, in uh, Sorry Hills. The left is it the Laughter Lounge? Uh, the comedy uh, lounge. Comedy comedy lounge. The comedy lounge. A guy comes up to me at the end of the night. Swear to God, this is this is not a joke. I I, I, I was I, you know, guy comes up to me and I thought he said to me. Would you like a, a Jewish wine, a, a glass of wine or something like that? And I said, oh, yeah, I'll have a, I'll have a white wine, please. I, I think he said, and he says, oh, uh, don't make me take a shower. Don't tend me to the showers. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, I, 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 honestly, I just come off stage. I didn't yeah. really twig for a moment. And I put my coat on. My friend Mickey was, was driving me. Uh, Mickey, hold on a second. I go. I swear. I went back to the guy. He was talking, talking to a couple of people, and one of the Trevor Crook. Not yeah. a great, not a wonderful comic. I oh, love Trevor. Brilliant. Crook. We love Trevor's been on the podcast too. Oh, love him. I love him to pieces. And I said to the guy, I said, "Excuse me." I said, "Do you?" Say? I said, "Don't tell that joke to to you." I said, "Don't don't tell it to anybody." They went, "Why?" Not? I said, "It's not funny." And the guy didn't know what to say. I didn't. I I thought, well, maybe he's gonna maybe wants to start a fight. Well, fuck you. You wanna fight? I'll fight you, son of a bitch. You know, I, you know, he can knock me down and hurt me. I'm not. I won't back down. I, I you know, you've got you got to stand your ground, even if you're gonna get hurt. There's certain things you've got to stand up for. Well, didn't you have okay. young Mickey in your corner too? How old? Yeah, old Mickey. Mickey. Young Mickey, seventy-three. Seventy-three, and Mickey would have. He would have. He had you back. Mickey, I tell you something. Years ago, Mickey, could, uh, he probably still can. Yeah. Oh, he was a, a tough kid. He was a, tough, he was a kid. tough kid, yeah. How old was the guy that said the, said the line uh, to you? It was Probably about 25, English kid. Was he English a kid. comedian or not? No, 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 no. no. Uh, a member of the audience. In fact, I knew he came from England because when Trevor Crook was on, mm. Trevor was saying, you know, I live in the UK, so I know Soul from the UK. Anybody in from England? The guy said, yeah, he said, I'm from Kent. I'm from, well, he said, what place? He said, Kent. And then, and, and then Trevor said, Rochester. And the guy said, yeah, how did you know? Rochester in Kent. There you go. And you see, the thing is, people can make jokes. I, I, for years, if, when people used to say to me, can I tell you a joke, a Jewish joke? And I used to say to them, like Clint Eastwood, yeah. you know, before you ask me the question, think about, are, are you going to piss me off with this joke? Is it going to offend me? Because if you think it's going to offend me, don't tell me the joke. Swear to God, nine times out of ten, they wouldn't tell me the joke. See, I used to, like, nowhere near, like, I'm from Tasmania, and when, when I moved to Sydney, all people wanted to do is tell me Tasmanian jokes. Tasmanian jo- and it was like, for six months, I was like, I just didn't get it. And, like, it's sort of like, you know, like, you think I do what to my sister? Like, I hear this right. all the time. And then you get to a point where you've just sort of got to, yeah, whatever, embrace it. But, I mean, you know, we talk about it. I don't, I, I still, can anyone, if you could explain to me why Tasmania has this reputation for incest, I really don't know. Cause it's well, because not- a lot of people bang their sisters <laughs> and, and their daughters. And uh- <laughs> But, well, you say that, but the only thing is, like, there's been, the last documented case of incest, and it was on 60 Minutes, actually occurred in Adelaide, not Tasmania. There's no... Last week. Yeah. I know. It was, <laughs> I know it's, it's, still, it's still popular. It is. It's still a, a popular game. thing. I don't, I don't it's know. retro. Past it's a bit time. retro. don't know yeah. that there's much, not much point in looking for rationalisation in those no, no, sorts of stereotypes. Just, yeah, but no. it's just like, like, it's funny. Like, obviously, I'm, I don't, like, I'm not going to take offence to that. But, I mean, but do you think, like, with stereotypes like that, it's, Tasmania's become accepted? Do you think, I mean, a 25-year-old kid coming up making pretty much a whole... Holocaust joke, which is six million that's, people died. That, that, that's you right. sort of, you sort of, it's lessening the effect. Like that's right. Six million people yeah. died. Well, which yeah, is, there was more. I mean, listen. Yeah, there was, yeah, there yeah. Was, 
but right, yeah. God knows how many Russians died. But mm. the, the point the point is, depending where who's telling the joke. Now I'm sitting here with three guys now, with three friends. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. want to tell me a Jewish joke? Tell me. I know where it's coming from. Mm. But a strange. All right, what, so that's, that's Jew, a <laughs> No, that's right. No, please do. Paul Provenza would always yeah. love to tell me Jewish jokes. Wonderful. I, if anybody's listening, he's a wonderful American comedian, a, a mutual friend. But if I know where it's coming from, I know if you, one of you three guys is going to tell me a joke or Trevor Crook or Dave Jory, it's not, it's not going to be meant to offend me. Hmm. It will just not be, to, you know, that, yeah. that, that, that's the deal. I think that's what you said right. before, too, I mean, your, your criticism of the guy's joke was it wasn't funny. And that's, that's really at the heart well, of it. A, yeah, like that if is, the only thing is some people would find it funny. Uh, that's, that's, I, 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 would, yeah, I, I won't you, assume. You call, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say they would, they would. You just call those the uneducated or the underclass. That's, that's true. Yeah, well, it, it's just the the whole thing. What they hear it from if a Jewish com- comedian did a Holocaust joke, they'll hear that on TV or something, and they'll be like, oh, "Okay, you know, if he said it, it's fine." But what they don't understand is that they're not that type. So they they're that, thinking, that's right. yeah, they're thinking, "Oh, I could say because it it's been on TV." It's like, no, you still can't say it. It's like the like the the dreaded N word, you know. Like kids that, hear it on TV and you hear all these white kids saying it and you're like, that's, what that's, the fuck? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you another true story. I, I wrote a piece of material which may have included the N-word. When yeah. I say may have included, it was about the, 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 the Pope, the last Pope. And I, I made a crack about, there, was, there were three guys, the, the last one, not the one who got the Ratzinger. Ratzinger, yeah. And there were three guys, and if you remember, there, were, there was the French guy who was born Jewish, became a Catholic. There was the African guy, obviously, so he's black. Then there was Ratzinger. And the joke that I did, which I was like, I can do it on now because I, I can't do it on stage anymore. And I used to say, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to use a de- derogatory word for a Jewish person. Uh, I would have used uh, the N word for, 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 the, for the black guy. And then the punchline was going to be, or the kid from Hitler Youth. <laughs> and then I thought, I don't need to say the N word. And I mentioned it to a, a number of black comedians in England. They said, listen, we know where it's coming from. We wouldn't be offended if you said it. Another black comic who I didn't know particularly well in the. He said, what's that joke? He said, Some of the boys said you were going to do this joke, and you kind of asked if it was okay. Mm. And, he says, and I said, what's, what's, what's your opinion? And he said, well, my, my opinion is if you want to go on stage, and so whatever you say on stage, I don't have a problem. He said, what really bugs me, he says, a lot of white, white American comedians sit in the dressing room and just throw the N-word around yeah. just by, I don't know, willy-nilly. You know, they yeah, just yeah. say it as though they're, they're black because, I mean, black people can use it. Jewish people can use our words. Yeah. You know, I... I, I, I I've, I've, never, I've never used the, bla- the, the N-word. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, it's not necessary. No. I just don't find it necessary. That's in my opinion. Other comics want to use it. But it does make going to karaoke and singing rap music hard. <laughs> I know, you know, no, you go that's, there. Different. that's different. I ain't no gold digger. Yeah. I ain't no broke N-word. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I know. Look, I lost a karaoke contest last week because of that. Did I you? censored. Oh, boy. The guy who won, he it. went all out. There might have been a few other reasons you lost that competition. Oh, it was politics, all politics, right, all yeah. politics. I was at that gig, it wasn't that good. Siege yeah. <laughs> yeah. was the one who actually won it. He went all out. Yeah. Face pain, he wore his cape. It was, it was, it was one of a kind. I'm it's on a boat, motherfucker, don't you ever forget. Oh, yeah. that's right. That, yes, that's right. We actually, yeah, we, we went to a wedding recently and there was karaoke <laughs> there. And me and Siege got up and sang Gangnam Style. Yep. If, for those out there who are keen to do karaoke, don't choose Gangnam Style. Yeah, we'll give you some context. It was the groom's uh, kid and his friend, and they decided to do Gangnam Style, and they got up, and they it's knew the beginning and the chorus, but they had no idea what was going on for the rest of the song. 
But you did. So we were like, so I said, no, we're going to help these kids out because everyone was like, yeah, this, this sucks. So we jumped in and I looked at it. I couldn't read what was going on on the screen, so yeah, I just made like, it up. It, it's a Korean yeah. song, oh, okay. and it was written out on the screen in... It wasn't written in Korean, but it was written... In, it was spelt phon- phonetically, so it's okay. like pretty much alphabet soup on on the screen. And it, yeah, it was really and, tough. And hard to follow, sure. And I, I still to this day don't know why Caesar kept putting the N-word in. I don't know. It wasn't <laughs> right. on the screen. That's it's, how you win karaoke. Because uh, it was a Jewish song. Yeah. It was a kletzman. <laughs> it was a kletzman. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sol, thank you so much for coming along to Edge no, HQ. It's a pleasure. I've, I've been. I've enjoyed. Hope the people listening enjoyed. I've had a ball. Ah, oh, sweet. And hopefully, guys. we'll see you back, back, back again next year in Australia. Well, the plan is, uh, I think, to come back next year and do um, do some shows at the Comedy Store. Sweet. And possibly do some one man. Oh, looking shows forward so. at, uh, as part of the festival. Ah, the festival. I'm hoping. So. So, ladies and gentlemen, check out sydneycomedyfest.com.au and hope well, that, that'll that probably be announced December. But, yeah, just bookmark the page and check it out. So, thank you so much, Sol, for coming along. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Seizure, you've got any shows coming up? No. No. Thank God. Yeah. Can you, we follow you on um, Twitter? Or oh, where? yeah. Um, if you want to follow me on anything, just type in I am Seizure, one word, and uh, you'll find it. You can find it on Twitter, on Facebook, on Xbox, on YouPorn. Whatever you type it in, I'll come up somewhere. Police records, everything. Yep. And Ryan, I think you can find you. I think you've got a website called noiamseizure.com. That's right. Okay, yeah. how many times are we going to do that fucking joke on this podcast? I've got this great idea for Every a, time you're on, buddy. I've got this Every great idea for a show, too. I'm going to be a supervillain. Super uh, yeah. Stay the fuck out of my territory, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Ryan, you're on Twitter at? At Ryan the Crawford. That's the T-H-E Crawford. Thank you for that. Actually, oh, could I could I plug my uh, my website? I of course, solbernstein.com. Sol com. And yeah. also, you can get me on Facebook. My, I, 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 a friend of mine started a page for me since I've been here. Ah, I got a hundred about one hundred sixty-two likes so far. Well, so I went. If any, if there's four hundred people listening. Please, like me. Okay, like See, me, love me. I was going to say, we get a massive range. I would hope we could get at least seven likes, just so you could get 169. That'd that be would it. that would do me. Okay, is so, <laughs> my lucky number. But there you go. So, ladies, if you're on Facebook, make sure you poke Sol. And if you see him in person, poke him poke as well. Poke me again. He definitely. appreciates it. So, thank you, Sol, so much. Thank you, Seizure. Thank you for Ryan. Um, for more information, check out comedyonedge.com. Um, keep... The date free. We'll announce dates and times for what we're doing at the Fringe Festival probably in the next month. So keep an eye on comedyonedge.com. I've been Mark Williamson. Have a great week. And Dave, or Ryan, hit the music.